You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome to another episode of the Earth Oddity Podcast. Uh, I'm John Long, got my co host Christopher Tiny Sullivan here. How's everybody doing? Yeah, we're uh, excited to bring you a Another episode of podcast excellence, I guess, <laughs> and bring you some pretty interesting stories. I got a few today. I got a guy who robbed a store in a unicorn costume, which is always a good choice. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? And a guy who uh, held a death meth fueled death party for his wife. The best kind of death party. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> you know, it, it's it livening up the last few hours or days of your life. Uh, what about you? What you got going on? Man, I have a bed and breakfast in the United Kingdom where a cult is teaching that burping therapy to oh, get okay. rid of evil spirits. Burping? Burping therapy. Okay. Well, and we'll get into that. I say, I've been, I've been getting rid of evil spirits a lot. <laughs> I yeah. tend to get rid of a lot of them when I drink Dr. Pepper. Yeah, that's what I'm a saying. lot of evil spirits yes. in Dr. Pepper. What is it about Dr. Pepper? Do you know, I, get, I don't know. I guess it's the carbonation. I kind of thought it was always a me thing, but I guess now that you're, <laughs> there's another case out there. Yeah, write in and tell us about how doc, if Dr. Pepper makes you burp a lot because it yeah. does for me for sure. I think it has twenty three evil spirits. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You can only drink it at ten and two or something. Those are the witching hours for Dr. Pepper. Yeah, yeah. But man, I want to start off with this story that has been huge this week. I want to say this story broke uh, sometime midweek, yeah, Wednesday or Thursday. About Lori Laughlin, oh, better yeah. known as Aunt Becky Aunt from Becky. Full House, right? Who yes. was caught in a sting oh. of uh, people bribing school administrators to get their kids into Ivy League schools, which I okay. thought happened all the time anyway. Yeah, that's what I, I said. Like know. I said, I assumed that's how rich people did it anyway, <laughs> yes. if you had a dumb kid. I did not know that was against the law. Huh. Well, well, hold on. Now, her kid went to USC, right? That's not an Ivy League school, is it? Well, you know what? And <laughs> okay, I'm kind of embarrassed because, right? But what is what is Ivy League? Well, those mean? are like uh, I know you think of Brown and Harvard, yeah, and MIT, right? But is there an actual is there actual criteria to be considered Ivy League? I I don't know. I know Stanford's considered Ivy League. I think. Yeah. I I don't know. I went to Bevel State Community I was College. Just gonna say, yeah. <laughs> we have Bevel down here, which is the Harvard at, so. of the community college system of Alabama. <laughs> yes. Everyone knows that. Yes. Yeah, so. Very exclusive and hard to get into. If anyone listening to this has attended an Ivy League school. Oh, yeah. That's our target <laughs> audience. That's our target. We probably get a lot of Harvard. Right in and tell us, yeah. tell us dummies what, what that is. Exactly. A lot of Yale men and women <laughs> listen to our show. Cornell. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're huge of those. Huge of those people. They love us. You know, they turn us on for all the intellectual banter we have. I love treble. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. So, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you in amongst all that. Well, uh, you know, and we're going to – this headline here, this is uh, how the largest college admission scandal ever let wealthy parents cheat the system. Okay. And it you know talks about Lori Laughlin and her daughter going to USC, which was a highly competitive school. Don't know if it's Ivy League. I don't think it, it is. is. I think it it's is a good school, yeah. yeah. It's a private school too, right? No. I'm pretty sure it is. University of is it Southern, Southern California? California? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it is. I don't know. I'm about to Google that while you're talking. <laughs> anyway, uh she turned to a man named William Singer and the side door, the Newport Beach businessman said that he had built into USC and other highly sought after universities. Half a million dollars later, four hundred thousand dollars wow. was sent. <laughs> 
If your kid's dumb enough, you know, like you got to pay 400 grand to get them into college, let's find them another avenue. Maybe trade school is where you need to be looking at. You know, me and my wife, we were talking about this because, you know, she's a Hallmark super fan. She watches everything on there. And we were talking about this, and she was like, I could do so much with $400,000. Right. To which I said, yeah, we could put Eli in college. (laughs) right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But anyway... Half a million dollars, uh, 400000 of it sent to Singer, and $100,000 to an administrator in USC, USC's vaulted athletic program. The girls were enrolled at the school despite having never competed in crew. Both had been given coveted slots reserved for rowers who were expected to join the school's team. So not only are they getting them in school, they're getting them on the rowing team. Oh, the the rowing team. Yeah. Alabama has a rowing team. Oh, well, I see. Yeah, I see him out there on the Black Warrior. Yeah, right. Going but, into work on some mornings. Yeah. But, but yeah. What, like, what is the, I guess, does it just look good if you were a rower? I mean. Maybe so. Why would you? Maybe it's good for Instagram. You can, like, <laughs> post pictures with your teammates. Well, you know, that. I mean, I don't know if we'll talk a lot about her daughter, but Olivia Jade, she's a. Instagram, oh, social yeah. media okay. influencer. I did hear about her yes. saying that she was going to college more for the experience. Yeah, she said yeah. that she liked parties and she right. liked, she wanted to go to football games, right. but she really didn't care anything about school. She's more interested in her social media career. Well, I, I tell you what, Aunt Becky, you know, if someone <laughs> get this to Aunt Becky, like if she wants to move to Tuscaloosa for $200,000, <laughs> I will give her the ultimate college experience. We can go to parties. We can go to football games. I can introduce her around town. She'll be super popular. And then she doesn't even have to worry about going to row in practice or anything like she that. She can just keep snapping pics. Yeah, on her, all right. On her exactly. And you want to talk about a party school? Alabama is a party school. <laughs> says that uh, federal investigators have said that they have charged 50 people in the case, including the USC administrator who helped Laughlin's kids and accomplices whom Singer allegedly paid to rig college admission test scores, as well as coaches at USC, UCLA, Stanford, and Yale. So huh. those last two are Ivy League, aren't yeah. they? uh-huh. Okay. The charges stunned the upper echelons of American academia, highlighting debate about the advantages the ultra-rich enjoy, accessing in the best colleges that this country has to offer amid intense competition in which merit alone is not enough to assure admission, even for students with perfect grade point averages and stellar resumes. The accusations also raised serious questions about how university admissions officials, athletic departments, and others could have allowed such blatant fraud to go undetected. There was particular upheaval at USC, a campus already reeling from several scandals. Prosecutors alleged that a top athletic department leader, as well as three current and former coaches, accepted nearly $2 million in bribes to get students into the school. Now, I don't know about you, but personally, I didn't know this was against the law. You know, well, I thought this no, kind so of thing you, happened all the time. USC is a private school, mm-hmm. so can't they kind of do what they want to do anyways, you know? I mean, that's like, uh, you know, Robert Jeffers paying Liberty University for his kids to go there or whatever. Aren't they a private school? They can pretty much decide who to let in and who not to let in. Well, it's here's, here's how the feds got involved in this whole thing. This guy, this singer, let me scroll up here. What was his name? Brian Singer? Yeah, let's say Brian. Sounds oh, right. I want to get it right. Uh, William Singer. Oh, okay. William. William Bryan yes. Singer. <laughs> this guy, William Singer, he has a a charity. Says that Singer, who owns a college preparation company, he ran this ploy through Key Worldwide Foundation, a charity that he started in 2012. Prosecutors said in court papers the organization's stated mission was to provide education that would normally be unattainable to underprivileged students, according to paperwork. So this cha- he set up this charity. It's supposed to help kids. <laughs> like <Yeah>. Eli, right? <laughs> you otherwise would never have a shot at college, right? Get into get into college, yeah, to help them pass their SAT. Yes. Well, in reality, however, Singer used the foundation to collect payments from parents and pay bribes. Court Ooh. records show uh, because they were writing checks, or in at least one case, transferring stock in Facebook to a charity 
parents were able to write off their payments to Singer as tax deductions. Boom. That's bad. This is what got Uncle Sam involved. I really don't think the government cares about rich kids getting to go to rich schools. Right. They're mad that they didn't get their cut. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's what this is about. Well, as an Auburn-educated Charles Barkley said, do not use a check to pay for a crime. Yeah. Simple. Very simple, okay? You use an offering-plated church. Yeah, offering-plated church, yes. And that's how you get Cam Newton to come to your school. Yes. Exactly. Said that uh, also parents who worried their children would not score high enough on standardized tests were charged between 15000 and 75000 to put their fears to rest, according to court records. <laughs> Singer instructed parents to petition for their children to be designated as having special needs that required them to be allotted additional time to take the exams. In at least one instance, a student claimed to have a learning disability to obtain medical documentation required to grant the extra time. Then Singer would pay a contact at a private school in West Hollywood or one in Houston to arrange and administer the test to students. For the exams, Singer would fly out Mark Riddle, who worked as a college testing instructor in Florida. So, Florida man. Yeah. Florida's always involved in everything. (laughs) Nefarious. For a fee, Riddle would either simply take the exam for the student or correct their answers afterward. (laughs) So... For somewhere between fifteen thousand and seventy five thousand dollars, you can you can get your get dumb the Florida kid. man to take yeah. your test. Okay, I'll keep that in my mind. <laughs> I don't know, we're got to work out a deal. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I'll come cut your grass for a while. <laughs> Hopefully, my kids will be all right. Of course, there's a lot more detail on this stuff, but uh, that's what I guess I find interesting is we all know. I mean, it's it's cliche in yeah. pop culture that. Yeah, oh, my daddy bought a library, so right. I get to go to school here. That's we, like the traditional way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it worked. We all know that this is going on. Yeah. The, the difference here is Uncle Sam was getting stiff. Right. And so now we're going to bring down the swift hammer of justice <laughs> on Aunt Becky. <laughs> well, I mean, that's tough luck for her. You know? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, you knew you were doing wrong, and I'm sorry your kid was dumb. <laughs> but... If you're Aunt Becky and you got $400,000 laying around to get your kid into school, just like put that in a trust fund for them or whatever and be like, then they hey. don't need an education. Right. Yeah. Then they don't need an education. They can go to the online University of Phoenix, they go to Strayer University or whatever it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, why? There's no need to if you're that rich, you know? Like, well, if my parents were super rich, I would expect them to let me live off of them until they died and then right. continue to live off the fruits of their labors until I burned through all of it with a vicious cocaine habit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, so makes I, perfect sense. It's yeah. the American way. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's the American way. So I don't know what she's doing here unless she's just like, you know, wants her kid to be a rower you know well, what do you like, think <laughs> and i had to be rowing like you can't get on the like women's basketball team because you would get exposed yes. as being no good at basketball <laughs> which i know rowing's complex i have a rowing merit badge i don't want to brag but <laughs> but you know it's not like the easiest sport but i feel like you could slide into rowing and and get by you right. know they just like put you like on one of the paddles that don't matter that much yeah. like in the middle of the boat and you just gotta row so but golly, if my mom got me into college and then I had to get up and go to rowing practice in the morning and they stuff, they go early. They yeah, real so early. early. I know. I used to I mean, watch it's cold in the winter. Yes, time. right. Yeah, on that water too. Uh, yeah, which I could be the dude that yells at them. You know, like stroke, <laughs> yeah. stroke. You know, that would be my job. The guy who could be replaced with a Google assistant. Yeah, right. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. Why, why do we have that guy on the boat? Can't we just like tape record him and replay it back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that um, would be rough. Okay, now you know Aunt Becky. She doesn't. She doesn't run in my social circles. No, she so, would not even talk to I mean, us. You know? I don't know what kind of social circles that she's in. Yeah, but you think maybe this could be a like a peer deal? Like, maybe you so. Know, I, in my circle of friends, all our kids are yeah, they're all super smart, and, and they, they all go to yeah. college. And, Possibly. Yeah, maybe know? that's why. That makes perfect sense. I mean, I guess you don't want to be the the parent who's. Yeah, my kid is a. Uh, he's got a eBay. Yeah. He's got a YouTube channel. He's got a YouTube he's channel. Got a U- uh, eBay business. Well, I, you know, you'd just be like, hey, uh, you know, if it was me, you know, and I was Aunt Becky, imagine that. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. hold on, hold on. Okay, I got it. Okay, John right. Long I'm is pretty Aunt hot, Becky. by the way. <laughs> pretty hot. 
I would just be like, yeah, uh, Thomas is dumb. He can't get into college. So he's living in the guest house behind my house partying, and I can't get him to do anything else. <laughs> yeah. you know? And that's just how I would play it with all my friends and just be straight up honest with them. Right. I sure wouldn't throw $400,000 just to get him in school when he's already too dumb to get in on his own. That's a wasted money, you know? Yeah. I may say, hey, bud, let's go learn how to work on air conditioners down here at Bevel State or whatever mm-hmm. and get you a job doing that. And that's fine. And, hey, I'll still pay for you to have a nice house and a nice car, but you can go work 40 you hours a week. do something. Yeah, right. Yeah. You got to go work 40 hours a week, and this is a good skill. And you can't hey, just take bikini pictures on Instagram for yeah, the rest of right. your life. Yes. Yeah, well. Because you won't be hot. You? Well, you won't be hot for the rest of your life. Eh, yeah. Although Aunt Becky, she's still That's doing all saying. right. Does she, does she have an Instagram? I need to check this out. I know Elizabeth Hurley still has one. She's like 50 years old and she looks great. Yeah, you know, no so. offense to my wife or any other female out there, but she's it's kind of uh, yeah. it's kind of rare, though. Yeah. So. No, yeah, it's kind of rare. And I don't tell how much Photoshopping and, <laughs> you know, plastic surgery goes into all That's that true. either. Botox. Yeah. All, all that, that stuff. Yeah. I should get some plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah. What if I came back with a big set of Hooters? <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh i didn't know that's what the kind of plastic surgery you're talking about john the whole time we're doing the podcast i'm like my eyes are up here tiny my eyes are up here i thought we were talking about a, a billionaire diamond trader <laughs> that's right oh well let's stay in our celebrity news is that okay. is that all are we wrapped up on that with my boob joke oh real real quick real quick do we want to mention that uh hallmark channel has oh yeah apparently my wife had told me that they had they had been considering pulling her movies yeah. and uh potentially recasting her in a show and then you told me that you had seen that that's is that official now is i that a saw done deal? you know now I, I so at this point it's I don't, not just my aunt becky news <laughs> yes. i don't keep up with it like i should my point is it's bigger than a half a million dollars yeah now, now she's fixing to lose potential income i mean if she's gonna be on uh what is it surreal life she's gonna, <laughs> that's her know. next job you know i don't know i mean I hope I hope it all turns out well for Aunt Becky. I was about to say, okay, what she was doing is wrong, but I guess maybe because she was cheating the government, I don't feel as bad. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think she's a monster. I no. think some people are making her, and the yeah. memes are great. No, they're, they're so hilarious. Funny. Keep so them funny. coming. Don't stop. Right, because I love them. But I mean, that said, I don't think she's a monster. No, I think she should. Uh, I think she, she should was pay a penalty. Rich people she do. should get in trouble, but yeah. I don't think she should do jail time and. Yeah. If I'm Hallmark Channel, I'm thinking I probably just let this die down and then I just slip all those movies right back <laughs> exactly. in anyway and nobody yes. will know. Yeah, no, I mean, there's like, what, your wife and maybe like 100,000 <laughs> other housewives who watch the Hallmark Channel. The rest of us are never going to know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know she was on the Hallmark Channel until oh, all dude, this goes oh, yeah. out. She's like, she's like all over. She it. could be their mascot. She huh. is. She wow. is the uh, well, look, if Mario <laughs> of Hallmark Channel. If it doesn't work out for her on Hallmark, they won't let her back on. There's always Christian movies she can be in. <laughs> her and Kurt Cameron would be a good duo for everything, you know? Yeah, I, don't, I think the reason she hasn't done Christian movies is because they can't afford her. Oh, but yeah, well, depending on how this Her goes, price is going down. <laughs> maybe they can get her now. <laughs> She's going to be in Fireproof 2 Electric Boogaloo with Kurt Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be in When the Game Stands Short or yeah, something. Right. <laughs> God is Real Part 37. <laughs> uh, okay, so sticking with celebrity news, uh, Do you are you familiar with Mama June? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, Mama <laughs> June. I not be? Right, yeah, Mama June was a big girl, and she was on the, like, pageant show thing, and then she Her, her a, daughter was, Yeah, right? it had Honey a spinoff that into Here Comes Honey Boo Boo with her little <laughs> chubby daughter. And uh, and then Mama June dropped a bunch of weight, you know. And this is currently what she looks like. Lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Didn't help her face out much. I was just <laughs> but, dropped a lot of weight and didn't yeah. get plastic surgery uh, for her face. Right, yes. All right, well, Mama June has been arrested for felony drug possession. Uh-oh. And this comes to us from MSN.com. Uh, here comes Honey Boo Boo matriarch Mama June was arrested for a felony drug possession in Alabama earlier this week, according <laughs> to a new report. Down here, down home, Alabama. Yes. Uh, according to TMZ, the reality TV star and her boyfriend, Gino Doke, were involved in a domestic incident at a gas station on March 13th. So a domestic incident at a gas station in Alabama. Wait, her and our, 
her and Sugar Bear, they're not together anymore. They're not right? together anymore. Okay. Yeah, no, Gino's the new man. Okay. Um, and apparently they're having some trouble. Uh, after police were called to investigate the incident, Mama June was arrested for felony possession of a controlled substance and drug paraphernalia. Her boyfriend was also arrested on the same charges, but police also charged him with domestic violence slash harassment, says TMZ. The nature of the domestic violence incident is not known. On Friday, TMZ posted a picture, and it's precious, of uh, Mama June in the back of a sheriff's truck. I'll just show that to you. You guys uh, listening need to check out the uh, TMZ or check out the uh, show notes for this. Oh, so man. She's in the back of a pickup, a sheriff's pickup, because in Alabama, we'll make any vehicle we seize from anyone into a sheriff's vehicle. Uh, with bars on the window, looking out of the back, yeah. it looks like she's a hunting dog or something, ready to get to go after some rabbits. You know, <laughs> just ready to let her go. On <laughs> tree coon. Gino here has a history of trouble with the law, and he's been arrested in the past for crimes such as burglary, theft, and criminal damage to property. And uh, June and Gino have been dating for about three years, and she told him on her. From not to hot reality show. Oh, that's a stretch there with that title. Uh, <laughs> that's like that's like not to warm. Yeah, right. yeah. lukewarm. Yeah. Uh, reality from from the not to hot reality show that she expects him to propose to her soon. So, and that's all the information we have right now at press time. But uh, Mama June has went to jail for fighting apparently and drugs at, at an Alabama gas station. So. Maybe that's how she lost all her weight. Crystal Mia, <laughs> for all the downside, is an excellent weight loss plan. Yeah? yeah, people forget that. But you drop some pounds if you're on Crystal Mia. I got to tell you what, it doesn't surprise me this happened. It surprises me it took this long. True. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but she's not from Alabama, is she? I think. Well, I have no idea where she's from. I know she's she from was the in South. Georgia, wasn't she? That's in, what I was. The thinking. show. Yeah, I believe was was filmed in Georgia. Yeah. So I don't know. Let's see if I can find out here. Oh, this an update says she was arrested for crack cocaine possession. So she's on the crack diet. All right. That okay. makes sense now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I hate it for Mama June, but... Uh, I hate it for Sugar Bear. I mean... Oh, he's, he, he's unhitched from that star, and he's probably living his best life now. You know? Well, did he, did he get anything? I mean, they weren't married, were they? No, but he probably got, like, fees for being on... Uh, the show, you yeah, know. I guess so because I he wasn't... probably bought a brand new double wide and a new, <laughs> he new got a little, triple wide. He had a new flat bottom boat with like a hundred fifty heaven root on the back of it or something. <laughs> yeah. and he's just like skimming around the water fishing, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe because so. yeah, I remember that was back in the day. That was a story that the first season they got almost nothing. Yeah, but then the ratings blew up in that second season. I guess they made it right, right. because they got. A bunch of money. Right. Enough well, money to <laughs> float a coke, crack cocaine habit exactly. in Alabama. Yeah. Reality TV figured out pretty quick that we can exploit people in the South, you know, for really cheap. <laughs> yes. And that's been a good plan for them, <laughs> you know, yeah. with all like the gator hunters and everything, swamp people. Swamp people. And Duck Dynasty, they were a little smarter, you know, because yeah. they were actual business people that just looked like rednecks and acted more like rednecks on the show. Except I think Phil's probably really is a redneck. They but. were a very, very rare combination. Yeah, of right. Intelligent, yeah. business-minded rednecks. Right. But uh, I mean, they they're still pumping out the southern reality shows for everybody else to laugh at us because you know they're all just like, oh yeah, twenty thousand dollars, I'll do it. You know, yeah, put me on TV. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. You know, moonshiners. I mean, just think about it. I would like to pitch Earth Oddity. Oh, we'd be a great reality <laughs> show. We'd be a great reality show. Uh, yeah, call us Discovery Channel or TLC or History Channel or whatever. We'd be perfect for it. I mean, there's really not any drama, but I can manufacture some. <laughs> well, all, all drama and reality TV is manufactured anyway. No, no, it's reality. It all happens for real, Tiny. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll just people keep really believing that. People really fall in love on The Bachelor. The next Bachelorette is from Tuscaloosa. Who is it? Do we know her? Uh, her name's Hannah something, but I don't know her. But she did babysit some friends of mine's kids once. So. Okay. Yeah, whatever that's worth. But she went to Alabama. But I'm sure there's going to be a million like uh, Alabama bachelorette jokes. And I just want to go ahead and get in first and say, I don't know how they're going to wrangle up 30 of her cousins to be on the show for her to find which one she loves. But I would like to be ready to see them try. 
So you said that she babysat some some friends of yours' kids. Do they yeah. still have her phone number? I'm sure they do. Dude, if we could get her on the podcast. Oh, she ain't coming on our podcast. <laughs> no, she's not. There's but, no hey, way she would ever come on our podcast. You don't think we could tell her that Jesus told us to reach out? <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. If you, love, if you love the Lord, yeah, you'll do right. us this solid. That's right. If you love the Lord, you'll wear this Earth Oddity t-shirt. <laughs> And come on our podcast. Yes. Yes. This this Earth Oddity t-shirt that we printed out on an iron-on transfer sheet. Right, yeah. Like the cheapest looking thing. on this Walmart Fruit of the Loom shirt. Cheapest thing we can find. And at the first rose ceremony, we want you to wear these Groucho Marx glasses. Because Jesus loves you. And he wants you to spread the word. Oh, gracious. Think of it as a ministry, Hannah. Oh, that's funny. That's some funny stuff. Anyway. <laughs> so Mama June's in jail right now. Somewhere in Alabama. It didn't specify the county. It just said North Alabama. I bet it was Walker County. Oh, I don't think it was Walker County. I don't think so. I think it was uh, probably like, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking the Huntsville-Madison area. Somewhere oh, okay. around in there. So that's somewhere upscale. Yeah, right. flanky. Yeah, oh, yeah. There she you probably go. said at a Holiday Inn up there. Classy. There's probably a pageant going on close. The Rocket City, you know, beauty I got pageant. A, I got a free Lincoln Continental breakfast. <laughs> that's <in the> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, just goes to show if you give rednecks a bunch of money, they're just going to do stupid stuff with it because that's what rednecks do. And I can say that with full confidence as half redneck myself. Yes. Our next story here comes from the mirror. UK, UK, mm-hmm. UK bread. Blah, blah, golly, why can't I talk? This is why we'll never be professionals. <laughs> <laughs> UK bed and breakfast where cult teaches burping therapy to get rid of evil spirits. Okay. The Lighthouse B&B in a tiny Somerset village near Fromm is reportedly the UK meeting point for followers of universal medicine. Oh, okay. Universal medicine. Universal medicine. I gum hate that universal health care. <laughs> a, air quotes here, socially harmful cult, which oh. has taught burping therapy to get rid of evil spirits, is reportedly holding sessions at a bed and breakfast in Somerset. Four-star guest house, the Lighthouse in Fromm, is said to hosting a group called Universal Medicine. A civil court in Australia found Universal Medicine makes false claims about healing in a defamation case last December, according to the Sydney Morning Herald. So that they make false claims about healing? Yes. So they sell essential oils? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Gotcha. It's good to know. It found that cult founder Sergei Benhayan used bizarre forms of, <laughs> you see this in every single cult out there, sexual manipulation. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's standard. <laughs> and he persuaded followers to shun loved ones who wouldn't join his cult. That's that's cult one hundred and one. Yeah, standard. You're in the cult. That's you're in like the starting a cult for dummies book. You buy books yes. a million. Okay, step one is getting your first follower. Step two is is getting that follower to cut all contact yes, right. with family and friends outside the cult. Step three is sleeping with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what it is. It really is. Yeah, I totally. I think step three might be get all their money. Yeah. Step four, sleep with yeah, them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because God told you that they yes. needed to sleep with you. Anyway, Somerset Live reports that the group's website say UK courses are presented at the Lighthouse Accommodation and B&B in Fromm. Uh, Sergey has always denied running a cult and any wrongdoing, saying that he is the victim of a media witch hunt. Oh. The cult also faced claims that breast massages... Okay. <laughs> well, let's, let's hear more about this. I'm interested now. You've got my attention. <laughs> As an alternative to modern medicine. Okay. So it's right. a great way to treat yeah. uh, asthma. To <laughs> well, that's why Deidre hadn't had her vaccinations yet. <laughs> the group was founded in 1999 by Sergey, a former bankrupt tennis coach who oh. claims to be the reincarnation of Leonardo da Vinci. Wow. So <laughs> Wow. A bankrupt tennis coach who is a reincarnated Leonardo da Vinci. And you think he would be an inventor. Yeah, that's what I would think it too. <laughs> not, First thing I was, I was like, draw coach. me something. I need you to draw me something right now, but yeah. draw that man that's naked and has got his arms out, you know, like a range of motion thing. I want to see it right now before I sign up. You're not massaging my breasts until you draw that. Sergey now lives as a millionaire in Australia, but twice a year he is said to visit the B&B in Somerset. Uh, let's see if there's anything else important here. Da, 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 da. Where's the burping stuff? Yeah, that's what I'm interested in. <laughs> that's the whole in. point. 
Okay. Members are allegedly told what to eat, when to sleep, and to whom to mix with. Simon Williams, managing director of the Lighthouse, is a follower of Universal Medicine and a friend of Sergey. He's also president of the Fromm Chambers of Commerce. He told a BBC reporter that the court ruling in Australia was totally untrue and people didn't understand what Universal Medicine was about. Well, tell us about it. Yeah. Last year, Mr. Benhayen took a former patient to court in Australia for defamation. Esther Rocket has been blogging about his practices, claiming he indecently touched her during an ovarian reading. Oh, no. <laughs> That's probably not going to make the final cut. I don't know. Let's leave it in there because I want to discuss this. Is there? There is nothing weirder than when your wife is pregnant and you're all excited and you go to that, like, first OBGYN appointment and you have to sit there like while the doctor is doing an exam on your wife and you're like, Hey man, that's a, that's my wife right there that you're touching. <laughs> How about that camera? <laughs> oh, I know. Oh yeah. And Hey, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What are you doing with that? You know, where are you putting that? No, you know, and I, I'm right here. You know, <laughs> when, when, uh, when, me and Tara had our, our second child. We went for that first meeting. You know, the nurse walks us in there, and she's walking out, and she tells her to, you know, take off her pants. Or she says, she just says, all right, take off your pants and get on the uh, get in the chair. Yeah. And when she closed the door, I told Tara, let me take off my pants and sit in the chair and <laughs> right. see what they say. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, yeah, when we went back for Hudson, uh, I'm, that was my plan, as I was going to strip from the waist down and make it awkward for the doctor, too. <laughs> Is that like like super interested, like slide over there next to me? Yeah. Yeah, that's just, I mean, that's one of the weirdest experiences you'll ever experience. Well, anyway, I don't yeah. guess, <laughs> I don't guess there's anything in this article. About, about burping? About, okay. Hold on. Here we go. I'm sorry. All right. Okay, there's one lady who is a member of Universal Medicine, and it doesn't say her last name, I guess, because she was she's underage. She's a minor. Oh, but Kasha says that she was 12 when her mom started following Universal Medicine. She told the BBC, I realized that she wasn't mom anymore, so that was quite difficult. This is after the cult has got its claws in her. Yeah. She claimed that her mom started acting bizarrely after joining the cult. She said she started burping ridiculously, uh-huh. and she said, I'm just burping out bad spirits, which I wonder, is that like a, really a teaching, or is she just making a Maybe joke? so, yeah. <laughs> anyway... She says that she realized there was no hope. I would like to comfort her and tell her there's always hope. Oh, yeah. As long as she's not in the ground. Yeah. And uh, she would have to let her mom go. I think Sergey is a cruel man with cruel intentions, and I genuinely think he's a monster. So wow. I guess maybe the headline's a little bit misleading. The only story we have about right. burping is I from know this more one about lady's burping. mom. <laughs> Whatever. I want to know more about the breast massages. <laughs> Wait till I get my plastic surgery. <laughs> I'll see what I can find out. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know. I, people are, I don't know that I would say gullible who join cults, but I think that they miss a lot of the warning signs. Like the, yeah. hey, I'm splitting you off and isolating you from your family. And, you know, I've always said if I ever started attending a church and the preacher was like, I got, God told me I need to sleep with your wife, that'd be the day I leave, you know? <laughs> yes. Like I'm not hanging around after that. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe people are. Because God told me something completely different. Yeah, hey. I got it in writing, too. You know, I got it in writing right here. And you're just like, are we talking to the same dude? You know, because I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, so be aware if you're out there listening that, uh, you know, if that starts happening, you may want to just like maybe take a step back and assess the situation and join a good Baptist church so you'll go to heaven. So <laughs> I'm kidding. Or, uh, I mean, I guess you can join. There's a lot of churches out there sure. you can join. Yeah. The I mean, if you want to go is, to heaven, you yeah. got to join the Church of Christ. Everybody knows that. <laughs> okay? Everybody. That's just some denominational humor, people. Don't get my hat out <laughs> yes. there. Okay? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, well, I wish there was more about burping in there and right. maybe some Putin too, but you know, uh, not the Russian president. The you know, I'm putting the bodily out, function. Yeah, I'm putting out bad spirits all the time, sometimes. But anyways, a lot of evil move. spirits in Chile. Yeah, right. A lot of evil spirits in Chile. Some black bean soup. Yes. Let's move on to a uh, a very interesting story from the Metro Department of NY Post, New York Post. It says a mystery pooper is tormenting Broadway again. 
Yeah. These things have gotten popular. These mystery poopers are popular Yeah, now. they really are. Yeah. They really are. Like, I, I didn't know that maybe it's all copycat. <laughs> Is it a social media challenge? <laughs> maybe so. What's going on? Um, a mystery pooper has turned Broadway into the great wipe way, laying waste <laughs> to audition rooms by using them as a personal potty and revolting thespians. All uh, right. Yeah. Um, the stealthy stink bomber struck during tryouts for the Magic Mike musical <laughs> at Pearl Studios. Okay, I'm just going to come clean. It was me. All right. I, they called me. They saw some pictures on social media. They're like, John, we think you would make an excellent male stripper. Please come up and audition. For and this. you were like, of all the... Of all the plays to audition for, this is going to be the one that I strike. That's right. Yes. <laughs> there was a lot of disbelief, said actress Eunice Bay, of the first incident when she saw a show rep slip on something on the floor. <laughs> oh, no. That's the worst way to find it. She stopped and said, oh, I just stepped in blank. <laughs> We all laughed thinking she was using the slang version of blank to mean a general mess, but then we all began to smell it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Fellow auditioner Ali Faye Monka said, The first theory was that someone carried it off the street on their shoes, but there is no way that was plausible given that it looked like, well, a fresh pile. <laughs> so no footsteps. <laughs> Theater. Insiders have plunged into their own hunches about what might have prompted the dastardly deposits. Some suspect the poo perpetrator wanted to dump on the actor equity actors equity association. This after the union aggressive, aggressively po- promoted the ask if it's equity campaign, which urged ticket buyers to find out if the show they wanted to see was a union production. The Magic Mike audition was an open call, meaning both union and non-union actors were allowed to try out. Non-union hopefuls often complain that actors' actors' equity mistreats them, but Broadway actors are upset that some shows, including SpongeBob SquarePants, go on tour with non-union performers who earn about four times less than the uh, union members. Wait, SpongeBob is a tour? I I mean, is it a play on tour? I didn't know that, but I guess so. Wow. And they're they're underpaying their actors apparently. SpongeBob's running a tight ship, you know. <laughs> they're way under. <laughs> <laughs> Two days after the first deuce dropped, someone launched an "Ask If It's Equity" on Twitter uh, hashtag. Actors being actors gleefully posted spoofs of the scat attacks, including <laughs> the scat attack, a, a singing send up from the cast of the prom musical, which got. 6,647 views on Twitter. It's not a lot of engagement, by the way. It's, I mean, it's good for me, but... Uh, yeah, it would be good for us. But. Uh, yeah, I don't think the prom musical has a lot of fans. Uh, in, a, in another skit based on an SVU-style show called SPU, Special Pooping Unit, <laughs> <laughs> a Detective Brown demands of a witness, any details you can help us flush out? One actress was grateful for the comic relief. Alexandria Rose posted thanks to the serial pooper uh, for getting me through this particular arduous audition season. Hmm. Others wondered if it was a jittery performer, perhaps on an all-tea diet popular with Broadway stars, and simply couldn't get to the bathroom in time. A lot of questions abound. Yeah. There's someone out there. Pooping who, on Broadway. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I poop. I took a crap in the room, you know? Which, I mean, hey, I don't, good for him, you know? I thought only critics did that. <laughs> <laughs> good for him. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know, maybe it's like us, like you said, if you got to go, you got to go, and the door's locked to the bathroom, and so you just rocket one out there in the middle of the floor and roll on with your business. Oh, man. I don't know, but I feel bad for the person who stepped in it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'd what, call if, her, what, if, what if she was wearing open toed shoes? No, I don't know, but That's I'd call worst. her poopy shoes for the rest of the time I saw her. Every time I saw her, what's up, poopy shoes? What are we doing today at Magic Mike, poopy shoes? All right, well, let's transition here to another headline here. Maybe I should have said that different. <laughs> nah, nah, let's. Our next story this comes from the Detroit Free Press. 
Upper Peninsula man arrested and charged after a string of butt-grabbing cases. Okay. All right. (laughs) A man who police say terrorized Upper Peninsula women by grabbing their butts, then running off, is behind bars, said Marquette County persecuting attorney Matthew Wise. Caleb Anderson was charged Friday with multiple counts of criminal sexual conduct in the fourth degree, police said. Anderson is accused of going up to women, grabbing their behinds, and then running away, much like you would do in middle school. (laughs) (laughs) The incidents occurred in Marquette, including on campus of Northern Michigan University. The case is a joint investigation between the Marquette Police Department and the Northern Michigan University Police Department. According to WPBN-TV, the investigation began in January after police started receiving reports of assault. Hmm. You know, there was a, there was an underwear bandit on the loose in Houston. That's right. Fortunately, we have, uh, we have nabbed the butt grabber. Well, that's and good. And he is behind bars. Well, I would just say, you know, Never a good plan to just grab a stranger's butt. You right. Know, that's harassment and against the law. You shouldn't do that. Also, you, know? you don't know where their butt's been. I would just like to point that out. It's <laughs> a very good point. For your own hygiene, yeah. Yeah, it's a good, good idea point. to only grab butts right. where there has been some ground rules laid down yeah. and it's consensual. Right. Yeah. And you know where that butt's been. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you know where the line is on grabbing. You know? <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, not not just unwanted butt grabbing. Never has worked out ever. You know, I don't no. think for anyone that you've grabbed someone's butt and they've been like, "Oh, hey, would you like to get some coffee sometime?" <laughs> or you know, yeah. doesn't work that way. So if that's how you're getting your jollies, you know, let's just there is a female out there that will let you grab her butt. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I just got to tell you, there is. I know there is. So there's hope for all of us and. Don't just go re- grabbing strangers' butts, you know? That's Unless you're wild. Kevin McAllister trying yeah, to escape right. two criminals who yeah. have kidnapped you in New York City. And, and, you know, like if you're like, uh, who's like a hot guy actor? I don't know. I mean, if you're like Channing Tatum, you could probably grab random women's butts for the most part and get away with it a lot easier than just some random dude. I don't from know, Michigan. man. In the Me Too, in the Me Too era? Yeah, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if he grabbed Eater's butt, she'd be like, oh, okay, that's not cool, but uh, I'm not charging you. <laughs> but I'm it. not mad about yeah, it. I'm not, like, totally <laughs> upset about it, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm just, let's just be honest here. So, uh, Why is it okay in baseball? It's a pat. It's not a grab. Okay. It's a pat. You pat butts in Thank football, Thank you for explaining too. that because yeah. I, I was kind of fuzzy on the details. It's a good job, Pat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's no big deal. Just, just, just guys being guys, you know, no big deal. Well, just so anybody knows, like that's not how it goes down in the podcast industry, you know. <laughs> yeah, I want to apologize for that, Tiny. I was <laughs> unsure about the rules, and it was a really great podcast. And I just want to tell you, you did a good job. Also, you have no idea where my butt's been. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah. So in in sports, it's more of a butt pat, yeah. And then you know, because sports is manly, and it's just dudes being dudes, and then we're all gonna go get in the shower together and take a shower later. You <laughs> What's know? more manly than that? Exactly. And that's why real men play football. Yes. <laughs> right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Let's move on to another since we're in the crime portion of our show. Yes. Um, police per- police uh, say person with a unicorn costume and a crowbar robs a store. Oh. Um, this is Baltimore County, Maryland. Apparently, not all unicorns are the embodiment of purity and grace, which I didn't know they were the embodiment of purity and grace, but I thought they just were cool. Well, maybe they are, and that's why they don't exist. <laughs> Do they not <laughs> exist? Well, I mean, it's really hard to prove something don't exist. <laughs> right, exactly. But but I w- my daughter will tell I you would they exist. I would say that purity and grace in American culture <laughs> is just as elusive true. as a living, breathing that's unicorn. true. Uh, Baltimore County police say a person dressed in a unicorn costume and wielding a crowbar tried to rob a convenience store Saturday morning in the Baldwin community. Officers arrived just after the high stores opening uh, at 5 a.m. to respond to the robbery call. Police say the suspect had fled in a silver car. They located what appeared to be the same car after it had wrecked and no other cars were involved in the wreck. 
Police say the two people involved in the crash were taken to the hospital and detectives are working to determine what their involvement was in the robbery and no charges were immediately filed. Police didn't say if money or merchandise was taken in the robbery. So short article, but I would have to say, if you're going to rob a convenience store, you probably need to come with a little more than a crowbar, <laughs> yeah. you know? If I was dressed up in his, as a unicorn trying to rob somebody, yeah. I would constantly be saying, you're going to get the horn. Do what I say or <laughs> you're going to get the horn. You want the horn? You want the horn? Hand over the money. You're going to get the horn. Our, keep that horn. <laughs> point that horn in a safe direction, sir. I have to get the safe open. <laughs> Please don't point it at me, sir. I have a family. Oh, you're going to get the horn. Horn. You're going to get the horn so bad. Give me the money. That's weird. I said that to Deidre last night. So weird. So weird that I. That's how crazy how things work like that. Yeah. She didn't want the horn either. It was weird. It was totally weird. Yeah. Something about she had to get up early for work. I don't know. So the article said he fled in a silver fled car. Fled in a silver car. Man. Had a wreck, apparently. Or a loved, car that matched the description had a wreck. I would have loved it if he would have just took off full gallop. <laughs> like, like farted out a rainbow and like up into the air. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I can say, if you're going to rob a convenience store around here, you're going to need more than a crowbar because you will get shot in the face. Yeah. Unicorn or not, you know? I mean, like an old lady at a convenience store will have like a six shooter strapped to her hip. Uh, you, you don't come in with no crowbar, but no. I don't know how gun laws are in Baltimore. I imagine they're probably pretty strict, a lot more strict than Alabama where. You get a <laughs> yeah. you get an AR fifteen when you have a child for that child. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Our next story. There is a town in Vermont who uh, they just recently got a new mayor. Okay. Says that Vermont town swears in a goat as a mm. new mayor who immediately defecates. <laughs> <laughs> the newly sworn in Vermont mayor is the goat. Oh, the goat! <laughs> Literally the goat. <laughs> Lincoln, a three year old goat. Okay. Is he even eligible to be mayor if he's three? Well, what's the, what's goat years versus human I years? I don't know what is goat years. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, he was elected last week in, at as Fairhaven, Vermont's pet mayor with 13 votes, according to the Rutland Herald. Oh, 13 votes. Following her swearing-in ceremony Tuesday, the Nubian goat's first act in office raised some eyebrows. <laughs> Lincoln couldn't wait for a bathroom and defecated on the ground, the Burlington Free Press reported. The police chief was reportedly quick to grab a broom and a dustpan and clean up the mess before her approval rating could go down with the constituents. (laughs) The goat narrowly beat out a dog named Sammy Viger, a Boston Terrier, who came in second with an impressive 11 votes. Wow. A total of 53 ballots were cast and 16 animals were submitted for consideration for the highly coveted position. Other candidates including, get this, a cat named Sassy Tao, a dog named Stella Herbeler, and a gerbil named Crystal. That's like shared, just one name. (laughs) (laughs) When not serving as mayor, Lincoln spends time at her day job, a groundskeeper at her owner's home with her best friend Lucy, who is a fellow Nubian goat, handling the brush in the backyard. The pet election was set up by town manager Joe Gunter, who told the Rutland Herald that he got the idea while reading a newspaper article about a small town in Michigan that was doing the same thing. Ah. Fairhaven does not have a mayor, but Gunter viewed the exercise as a productive way to raise money for a new playground and teach kids about getting involved in local politics. Okay, you know what? There's more in this article, but frankly, I don't want to read any more about this because I've been thinking about it. Okay, it says that this was done to raise money to build a... Do you get money from an election? I don't know. Why? There's been a lot of stories like this. Last year, there was a dog that was the mayor, and then there was this other town that had a dog as a mayor, and then there's one state where a dog ran for governor. Why... Are animals running <laughs> for elected positions in government? This makes no sense. Well, Why is this happening? What's the point of this? Well, let me say, I think you're looking at it the wrong way, and it should be why are more animals not running for elected positions? I, I don't get it, John. I, I trust them more than I do humans. I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> you know, I mean, this past weekend, 
you got a kid and uh, my brother-in-law got a kid and there's a lot going on. That's right. What has occupied my thoughts the majority of this weekend is this goat <laughs> that got to be the mayor of this Vermont town. Okay. And what what is a goat going to do? I don't know. I don't it has know. no opposable it's, thumbs. It's not going <laughs> to clean up the town. It's not going <laughs> to fix your potholes. But the the thing is, is the goat's not going to do anything, which is really pretty good, you know? Because usually when the government tries to fix something, they screw it up royally, and that goes for either party, you know, and makes everything worse. So I, I think you're looking at it really on the wrong side here. I don't know, man. I I'm mean, pro-animal politicians. <laughs> well, I mean, one could make the argument that all our politicians are animals. Well, good point. Good but, point. I mean, I don't know. There's a at least a goat. You're if you okay. would you trust a monkey? No, you I would wouldn't? not trust a monkey. I would totally. You want to talk about but a state of the union address? But I don't trust. I don't trust most Republicans either. So. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you, I mean, I would a state of the union address. You would tune in for. Imagine a monkey up there just throwing poop at our Congress. <laughs> Pretty amazing, you know. Be super awesome. We have an orangutan now, so some say. Um, as president, so <laughs> you know, I really, really wanted to go off on this, but the more I hear you talk, you've, you've really kind of calmed you me down. I'm bringing this. you around. I'm bringing you around to my thinking. <laughs> a goat would not have raised our taxes. Exactly. On gas exactly. No, would have been no gas tax increase in Alabama, right? <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't be like you know shifting funds from already the like highway funds <laughs> act or whatever we had like two years ago to other places, so that they have to do a gas tax. So yeah, there we go. And I don't really care about the gas tax, by the way, just right. for all of our Alabama listeners. If you're looking for a friend to rant about the gas tax <laughs> with, I'm not the guy, okay? I mean, not that I'm happy that I pay more, but there are way other bigger concerns, even in poli- among politics for me in the state of Alabama, than gas tax. So just going to save all that for somebody else. Right. Yeah. I got several friends on my Facebook I can direct you to that would love to just <laughs> talk to you about it, okay? <laughs> So just save all that. Well, I'm sorry that you got stirred up about the animals. I did. I got so stirred up. I tried up. to bring you down as much appreciate as I could. That. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, what if that goat's like, you're going to get the horn? You know, <laughs> Y'all better do what I say. Uh, you want the horn? Yeah. You don't want to pay 10 cents for per gallon of gas? You're going to get the horn. You're going to get the horn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, a story here of love, really. And it seems like. I've seen this story before, before this, but yeah. it was just posted uh, in 2019. So, um, okay, I was I was thinking when you said that, I was like, I thought that was a recent story, but it, it, is. it is a recent story. Yeah. Okay, uh, man through meth fueled death party for his wife before she died. Deputies say uh, a man accused of uh, giving his ailing wife meth amphetamines told authorities he threw her a death party before she died. The uh, Mankato Free Press reported that Dwayne Johnson, uh, not to be confused with The Rock, (laughs) of Cyril's, Minnesota, was charged with criminal negligence and receiving stolen property after his wife's death on Thursday. I wonder about the receiving stolen property charge. That seems weird. That does seem weird. Um, Deputy said Johnson called 911 at about noon to report that his wife, Deborah Lynn Johnson, who was 69, had died. Officers arrived at the couple's home and found the words, Death, Padre, God, Hell, spray-painted on the front door. Let's just say that again. Death, Padre, God, and Hell, spray-painted on the front door. A naked Dwayne Johnson allegedly ran outside and said his wife was dead then ran back inside to take a bath. He was later found in the bathtub. <laughs> you think he would have uh, maybe done that first? <laughs> well, I don't know. He was later found in the bathtub hallucinating and trying to wash white and black things, quote-unquote, from his skin, according to the deputies. Okay, Deborah, now that, that's a troublesome statement. Yeah. Washing white and black things from yeah. your skin. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Deborah Johnson's body was found wrapped in a sheet Uh, At the top of the stairs, deputies said, and the newspaper reported that Deborah had been living in a nursing home, but Dwayne checked her out days earlier because she wanted to die at home. That's understandable. Right. Um, Dwayne Johnson said they took methamphetamine and she stopped taking her medications. They spent their final hours having sex and rocked out to their favorite metal band, Quiet Riot. (laughs) 
So come on, feel the come noise. Come on, feel the noise. <laughs> Girls rock your boys. I mean, that's what they were doing. They right? got wild, wild, wild. <laughs> he said, when Deborah, oh, well, that's, I don't know, that tickled me for a little bit right there. <laughs> the fact that we were both just on that same wavelength. He said, when Deborah couldn't eat or drink, he used snow to moisten her mouth, according to court documents. Uh, Dwayne said Deborah began having convulsions, but wouldn't let him call police. After she died, Johnson said he washed his wife's body and wrapped her in linen like the Bible told me to do. Um, he, I don't I don't remember that. I, yeah, I don't either. I don't. Maybe I missed that. I was about to say, I, I think the yeah. the Bible's not. I mean, There's not a lot of like death yeah. protocol in there, is there? It's I, more I, I about. Have, it's been a while since I've been through Leviticus. <laughs> yes. You know? Well, maybe it's in Leviticus yeah. somewhere. Yeah, maybe so. Right in. <laughs> yeah, right in and let us know, biblical scholars. <laughs> if you know, if you're, if you're familiar with the book of Leviticus, <laughs> I know a lot of you out there are. I know there are a few of there familiar with a few verses in Leviticus because I hear them a lot. <laughs> but uh, I'm talking about these are not pertaining to death. Um, he said he waited several hours to call 911 because he wanted to make sure she was dead. A search of their home turned up four rifles, two shotguns, and hundreds of rounds of ammunition of several varieties. Sounds normal. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. Sure this wasn't in Alabama. <laughs> was arrested without incident and was charged with criminal, eject, re, criminal neglect and felony counts of theft and receiving stolen property. His bond was set at 250000 or 150000 with conditions. So, oh boy, just wanted to check his wife out. And let her party her last days. And I feel like in and of itself, that's not a bad thing. You yeah. Know? Um, where you messed up was calling the cops and while you were still high. You know? <laughs> well, now, when I, I read an article that said that the methamphetamine was attributed to her death. Her death, right. So, I mean, obviously that's going to that's gonna yeah, get you charged gonna, yeah. as he is charged. Right. But and again, we're all we're we're also taking this guy's word for it. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy could have just you know got her out of there against her will. We don't know, right? But if it happened the way he says it happened, there's a part of me that thinks, well, you know, maybe he was just trying to you know make her happy, make her happy. The last last little he's bit got of her a life, priceless you know? mugshot. I mean, <laughs> I it is so priceless. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> you know, that is a priceless mugshot. I was about to say, that article says that uh, she wanted to have sex with him one last time, and he obliged. That's kind of hard to believe. (laughs) You know, uh, people are attracted to different people for different reasons, you know. So, uh, but, you know, I hate that um, they felt like they had to have a meth-fueled death party. Right. You know, like, we could just have a regular death party. Get some cake, some cookies. You can still have Quiet Riot. Yeah, oh, yeah, all the Quiet Riot you want, you know. And rock out, make love to your woman, that's fine. But uh, you might want to leave the meth alone. Yeah. Yeah, of course, not going to hurt her any, I guess, anymore if she was terminal and about to die. But just just a general rule of thumb, no meth right. uh, in your death parties for people listening, just so you know from here on out. If you were considering having a meth-fueled death party, don't. Don't, yeah. Do something normal, like... uh you know, cocaine. Okay. I mean, like, let's live it up. It's your last time. Don't go with Maya. I'll say this, depending on where you're at, um, you know, a lot of hospitals and assisted living facilities and home health nurses, they'll give you some good drugs there at the end. Right. So maybe you don't they're not going to give law. me some, you know? <laughs> like if I bust you out and I got hospice coming by and she's like doping you up on methadone or uh I, morphine or okay. whatever. I can't be like, hey, ma'am, can you just put me a little bit right here in the old arm? You know, like, just drive it in right there, man. We want to have a good time for the last 24 hours. I feel like in that case, then that is a uh, BYOD situation. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you. I will get your supply by the insurance, and I'll, <laughs> I'll buy my own, and we'll just have a good time. From Frederico down on the corner. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's racist. Not all Latin sell <laughs> drugs, Tiny. I can't believe you would say that. Okay, why well, could it be Tyler? Uh, well, how do you know that Frederico's not an African-American guy? Oh, uh, good point. Good point. Or a white dude. <laughs> that's even still racist. <laughs> okay. Wow. He's a white wow. guy. Wow. Wow. We are anti-racism podcast, guys. Crazy. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was scuzz. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So tough, tough luck for that dude. Scuzz McKenzie down on the corner. (laughs) He's got a got to go to jail but i mean you kind of deserve it a little bit yeah 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 we want to thank our sponsor the world famous cajun curl bayou blended spice for their support check them out at www.cajuncurl.com you can order their spice there or their cajun curl chip cutter for potatoes right on their website, CajunCurl.com. Cajun Curl was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. The... What we got coming up next? Easter. The Arisen Elm Bayou. <laughs> it was a, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Their spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use and it's easy to clean and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next meth-fueled death party up a notch, (laughs) imagine whipping up a batch of homemade potato chips. Your next door neighbor ain't going to be able to do that. <laughs> With or without dusting. Uh, <laughs> Sprinkling of something, meth. Something. Yeah, use Cajun curl instead of meth <laughs> on the chips. You just get more bang for your buck out of it if you snort it or, sm- or smoke it or whatever. Yes. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blend of Spice, but the Cajun Curl chip cutter as well. You'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it. Here locally, for our listeners in the Tuscaloosa-Northport area, it's available at Pig Do Wiggly in Northport, Vowels on Skyland Boulevard, and South's Finest Meats. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use the promo code EOP10. That's E-O-P and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask to pay full price. There we go. All right. Well, for community news, we are... Still pimping this uh, Instagram thing we got going. Oh, yeah, yeah. If uh, you would like to get a pair of Groucho Marx disguise glasses sent to you, just send us an email. We'll ship them out, and then we ask that you take a picture. Mm-hmm. You can wear them. You can put them on your girlfriend. You can put them on your grandma, dog. your dog. Yeah. You can put them on your hamster. You can put them on your goat that just recently got elected mayor. Yes, yeah. And then put it on Instagram, tag it Earth Oddity, and hopefully this is just a way for... uh, Yeah, we can just get some exposure. Yeah, exactly. And we can all kind of see who each other is, you know? Yeah. Right, which is the fun part. We can all stare into each other's ugly mugs. That's right, yeah. (laughs) Although our audience, I think, is by and large attractive people. Yeah. It's just, we're the host. Yeah, just us. Yeah, it's just us. Ugly, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, get in on that. Also, we'll ask you, as we have been, to uh, if if you enjoyed this episode, to share it with a friend. Just one friend, that's all we ask. And, and let's make it a different friend from the last one. And, <laughs> and, uh, and expose them to the show. They may enjoy it. They may hate it. But you can show them how to download it and how to get started listening and subscribing to us. And then you'll have a friend to talk about it with while you're at work or you know, hanging out, bribing college officials to get your kid into school or having a meth-fueled death party, you know. and uh, But that way we can spread the earth oddity gospel to other people in the world, and they can enjoy a little bit of uh, what we do and what we have to offer. And listen, can I, can I bring this down for just a minute? Can I just get real with everybody? Yeah, get uh, real. I love doing this show, but this show has got to grow larger because I love my son – but if I can't afford a library, he may not be going to college. So listen, people. They've shut down I'm the one avenue. I'm asking you as, as a father mm-hmm. to make this show bigger so I can afford to 
by Bevel State, a, a library. <laughs> this is called the Get Eli Into College <laughs> yeah. portion of the show. But for real, um, you know, and we all like to have common things that we enjoy uh, with our friends and coworkers and stuff that you can talk about. Like if everybody watches Game of Thrones, you come in on Monday and everybody talks about the latest Game of Thrones episode. This is the same thing, and you can be like, well, that John's an idiot, and <laughs> he can barely read a story. Like, is he functionally illiterate, you know, and debate all that and talk about all my horrible things I say and how I am a horrible human being? And I would welcome you to do that. So. You can do like all my friends at church do and say, well, this is how I would do my podcast. You oh, should yeah. do a podcast yes. like this. Right, yeah. And you should talk about this. Yes, perfect. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's like if you have a band, everybody tells you what music you should play. Yes, yeah, and you're yes. like, But I don't want to play, you know, polka <laughs> songs. You know, we're a country band or whatever. So, yes, just tell a friend. Um, that's all we're asking you to do. Very noncommittal. Just tell a friend and rate us and review us if you haven't. Because mm-hmm. we'll read it on the air, so you can write whatever wild stuff you want to write, as long as you rate us five stars. Yes, and uh, and we'll read it. I mean, within reason. If you're dropping a bunch of cuss words and stuff, we can't. Cause well, you got to you got to get, get that out of past church. the Apple filters. So. Oh, I didn't even know Apple had filters. They do. So oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess that's why I was cussing that other podcast. None of it ever showed up. <laughs> That's why. Okay. All right. Makes sense now. I have to go back and put some dangs and shoots in there. <laughs> Use some dollar signs. That's right. Yeah. Ampersands and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So please, please, please tell a friend to listen to the show. Like Tiny said, we do really want to grow. We have a really great audience of devoted listeners, and we love each and every one of you. And we just want to see if we can make other people chuckle a little bit while they're driving to work or whatever. Yes. Sitting out by the pool. You have been listening to Earth Odyssey Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, tune in. Tune in, yeah. yeah. That's right. We're on them all. We're on them all. If you would like to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity. Hey, do you like pictures? Yeah. Sometimes we post pictures. I love them. I thought I put up a really good one this week. That was a good one. I know one. it wasn't like the episode art, but <laughs> yeah. I just came across that picture and I was like, that's pretty perfect right <laughs> it there. It really is. So if you want to see what Tiny and I look like, I have one on our Instagram. <laughs> and it's it's a it's an accurate representation of Tiny and myself. It's what we looked like in 1988. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. Yes. And my redneck trucker style boots your Miyagi do karate <laughs> style any day. I don't know about that. <laughs> That's underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. I don't know if we said that. So I we also I interrupted a, your little spiel here. <laughs> we also have a phone number. What's we do. Phone number? It's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.